Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us, you can ask questions about the stories, you can submit your own fan art, and we can all go like, oh my god, I can't believe they made it look so cool, or whatever we say. And then also, uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Previously on Dust World. Hey, you want to get on the phone, or uh, it's not pretty enough for you? Oh, you're no longer sneaky. I rolled an 18, though. I know, and they rolled a 20 to see you. And they see you a lot, and they think you look tasty because you're furry. As he starts to come towards you, you see his his like little portal device on his back open up, and it like starts to short out and fuse, and then he runs into the portal, and the device closes, and the only thing left on the ground is his portal device. Okay, so it's the drifter's turn. So so far they've just kind of grunt and grueled, but they haven't really like communicated or made any noises or anything and all this before they were clicking like weirdos like more like insects so over here in this direction you see this direction everyone see that uh you hear a sound and then this drifter comes running and he grabs the portal device and he runs off in that direction Hello, I'm Paul Parnell, the DM of Dust World, an actual play podcast where we play an anime-flavored post-apocalyptic sci-fi western game in the vein of Trigun or Fallout. In this game, we will be creating a story together 
play the intro. Now we follow our heroes, Gage Thane, a dust-casting, sword-wielding monk from the mountains of Black Earth. Clarence Wales, the telepathic child runaway whose mind is strong enough to bring grown men to their knees. Kevin Wolfkin, the sharp-shooting, foul-mouthed, fox-faced hunter from a hidden village of werewolves. And Wedge, the indestructible cyborg brawler. Let's see what becomes of them in Dust World. Okay, so you guys cleared them all out. The last of the drifters, like you can hear them scurrying off, but you can't see them because they're invisible. Um, Wedge's existence has kind of like been erased from your group since Jarvis is gone and Wedge is gone. <laughs> um, well, so just like I'm going to count this as a victory. <laughs> I mean, one casualty, that's not that bad. <laughs> so Kevin only got 12. Uh, Gage got 16. You're welcome. Stuart, or Clarence, well, I guess Stuart got one. Clarence. Cla- Clarence got zero. Fine, Clarence. Stuart is Stuart. a good friend. And two, no, I got 14. Wedge got two, but we can call him... I don't care. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, are you guys going to really take the time to try and skin all these? So Gage is thinking, and as the battle fervor kind of wears off, he thinks about it, he says, ah... I hate that I'm about to have to say this. We need to go after him. We need to go after him. We can't, we can't leave him out there. Uh, we, know, we owe it to Wedge. Select what we can carry. That's fine. Kevin here, real quick. After this battle, I think it can be agreed. Take the rest of the chameleon stuff. Get your armor and stuff. Okay. We geared up. Here is my one counterpoint. Wedge did kind of seemed like he'd gone AWOL. Maybe we should let him calm down for a while and then he can just fight his way and come back to us. Problem solved. I did see his head was twitching like a psychopath, right? Oh yeah. Do you guys... I'm pretty sure he talked with you about his negative space where he keeps stuff, right? And how there's no oxygen there? Yes. Is he dead then? He's, say, I he, mean, what does this help us now? He would be dead by now. He's not dead. He's he's in his uh, mech form. Well, then we couldn't do anything mech, for him anyway. But his mech form wears off. Yeah, eventually. That sounds like his problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Gage, cool. Gage at this point has a pretty stern look on his face because one of the things, you know, with the swordsman training and stuff is that they were trained to be loyal to their teammates and to their partners, even if they don't like them. They still will save them. Hence the reason he saved Kevin when the leader was there. Even though they told him as a copy body, saved him because his teammates do matter at the end of the day. Well, at this point, it's taking you guys so long to like discuss this that Clarence has lost any tracking ability of where they could have gone. Um, also, you know that you guys are in a bit of a rush, and by now it's morning. So you guys are in a rush, and you're supposed to meet Griff... Uh, at the Warwolf Village, like basically, he said, like super rush. The only reason you stopped is because you guys were so tired. So we could say that you respited and rested enough to like recharge to normal. Okay, Gage Gage conceded, but he's not happy about it at all. So real quick, as we're resting, Gage 
pulls out some of his sand. Can I combine the chameleon, one of the vials of the chameleon armor, with the sand to create an acidic sand? Or make, like, chameleon sand? Yeah, it's pretty much invisible, but if it touches things, it'll burn it. Sure. So um, the sand will do whatever the sand does, plus 2d6 acid damage. Beautiful. Okay. And if you use it to, like, make a wall, that wall can essentially make you invisible behind it. <laughs> this is going to be a little bit different. You guys, uh, you meet up with a robot envoy who is, uh, is sent and he's got the other logo on him and he's uh, talking to you for Griff and he says, Griff has left you to uh, take charge over our units because we are not programmed for um, strategy. So your job is to take control of our units and help us to join him in the battle. Clarence's response is like, wait, squads? He has to leave? I didn't sign up for this. Uh, actually, Clarence doesn't have a squad. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> so Clarence, like, I know Clarence's battling ability. It's best not. <laughs> so, Gage, your ability is to build walls. So you can take your turn. In every turn, you can build a wall and move your squad. Uh, Clarence. If you want, you can control this squad up in the top. Um, Where? This one up here. Okay. Uh, your ability is to revive, so you can either revive other squad members or your own squad members, uh, or summon creatures to help battle because you're using your control ability. Nice. Um, Kevin, you can enrage and stun enemies that are nearby using your snipers. Basically, you like interrupt their battle, uh, so you can actually attack them and only squares can attack you long distance. The, all the X's are infantry. Got it? Okay, so right now you guys are in a small township. Uh, there is like a border wall all around it and that's where all of your squads are. Around it there's some raised, uh, you know, like cover and like whatever. And then over here where you see the fire, that is the top lip of a, um, of a giant football stadium and it's like half submerged under sand so like right here is the sand kind of submerges over it um, so this is like a good entry point or you can kind of come down over here you can also see that way but you can't are, there really... any, are there any friendlies inside this stadium or is this just pure fighting and assault on an enemy there there are friendlies in the stadium uh, this is the war wolf radio uh, where War Wolf Village. Gosh darn it, I was just going to flood the thing with sand, but yeah. I guess I can't do that now. Um. <laughs> I mean, you could. It's ginormous. It will take you, like, ages. All right, well, I guess I'm going to turn to Kevin, since I think this would be the wise decision. Kevin, do you sharpshooters, sharpshooters see anyone up on the lip there before we advance? Roll spot. I poked myself in the eye. What's the good news is, is you found a splinter. <laughs> let, let me try that again. Uh, Clarence could also use his incredible abilities of looking. Now that uh, I know how to use this newfangled doohickey called a telescope, Ooh, let me pick a look. Not nope. today. 
So you notice that up here, you don't see any people. You see some fires and a lot of smoke. Uh, you guys can also hear battling going on. You hear shooting. Uh, you screaming. <laughs> yep, screaming. You hear uh, like wolf howls and barking. Although you're pretty far off, so like you're hearing it echoed in the distance. sharpshooters to the high ground if possible are you trying to tell me how to shoot people in a nutshell it's that or i raise your troops up on a tall platform to oversee the entire thing when we get closer the obvious answer to this is we're probably going to have to scale the wall all right well i'm moving out i don't know about you guys but i'm just going to go ahead and move infantry move forward okay uh everyone go ahead and roll your uh, initiative. Initiative. Holy crap! Did I roll a one? You must have rolled terrible. Gage gets to go first. <laughs> I rolled a three. Good job. <laughs> For the first time in your life, you're the first one on the list. Clarence goes first. That's good because my turn sucked before. Okay, Clarence. Uh, start with doing your roll. Of course, the support person goes first. That's just great. Oh wow. Ten. Wow. Okay. So. That's terrible. Okay, so you see. You see this guy. See? Yeah, I mean, I'd have to get pretty close to get accurate. What the heck is that? The bug creature. Yes. You can take control of it. 34. You control it. Okay, so what do you want to do with that guy? It's like a big insect. Uh, can I climb? Yep. Uh, maybe I can make it... Can I see it using its eyes, or it's just control? Um, you can get a, a sense of what's going on. Because I kind of want to use it as a scout. You could try that. So let's move it towards... Can it... Weird okay, can it thing. burrow through the ground? Sure. Because I'm wondering if it can, like, go come through the sand and then kind of come out. So... How far can it go? I mean, you can tell from the way that the, the sand is. Like, there's a big concrete structure under there, and it probably cannot burrow through concrete. Okay. But it can easily climb... Right up over there. All right. So, so you find it. It's kind of under the ground. It like squirms up to the top after you take control. I shall name it Norman. I can say Norman could probably move 1,100 feet per turn. turn uh, 1,100 feet gets you to the edge of the crater. Here? Yeah. There. All right. Norman okay. will go over there. And then I'm going to... My squad will lay back because for support. I'm still getting used to this as a small child. Okay. Back. Well, somebody else can control it too. So maybe uh, since uh, Gage is more. Gunko. Yeah. What are uh, more. He would have been trained to tactics and stuff like that, considering the fact that he was in a sword place. Like, you know, I mean, they were trained in fighting. That's literally all they learned. <laughs> all right. Clarence kind of looks over at uh, Gage. It's like, so it gives him his remote control. Help. Here, you do this. No, 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 it's not even like this, like, help, what, what do I do with this? I, I did not plan for this. Um, Clarence, go ahead and run, run a spot. Okay, so your bug, from the top of your bug, 
or from the top of this spot where your bug is, uh, since you're only getting kind of a vague impressionation, impressionation, impression, um, you see that there's there is indeed a massive battle going on. Uh, there, you you hear gunfire going off all over. It's nighttime. There's uh, fires from like whatever explosions and things have been going on, but also campfires and tents set up all over the place. Some tents have, are burning. Uh, there's a lot of werewolves in the midst of combat. Uh, there are a few uh, soldiers about. Um, and then there's a, a lot of red earth soldiers as well. Hello players, it's Paul Purnell, the creative director of the RPG Empire and the keeper of Dust World RPG, as well as I play Lucas in Strangers in the Pines. I'm just here to let you know that we have just released a free one-page RPG called The Christmas Special. It's a game about playing Christmas movies, essentially. So if you love Christmas movies, you love The Grinch, you don't love Christmas, you can blast it. It's kind of up to you and the keeper whoever's running the game the dm so it's really simple you print it out you and your friends and you can create mayhem for christmas or you can save it it's up to you but we just released it so if you're interested in getting that just head on over to our website and click the download link so that's all for now i hope you are enjoying the show and we'll get on with it so back to the show play on I'm going to have my crew hang back a little bit and then we'll engage after everybody else is engaged, but they will hang back. Okay. I'm going to assess Gage's the situation turn. first. Gage's turn? Okay, cool. Yeah. Alrighty, well, I'm going to go ahead and have my soldiers advance. Okay. Um, so, is, uh, is there any point in the wall that is lower than the others uh, from what I can see? Uh, no, but the, the ground basically, it's like an incline, but it goes right up to the edge. Okay, well then I'm going to advance my troops up to here. Okay. Like, onto, onto the top so you can see, or you're still off the hill? Um, so we're going to advance, like, kind of right onto the edge to peer over. Okay. Um, or I'm going to have my troops hang back a little. I'm going to advance to the very edge and try to take a look and see what's uh what's happening up there. Okay. Um so what what do I see? That's what you see. Oh my gosh. Oh no, Juno's here. Gosh darn it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Gage goes, you know, it's not it's not been a great day. I think I'm just gonna call it a day, go find Wedge. <laughs> <laughs> You can just tell them. Require a higher level. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and report in just kind of a little bit. All right, Kevin, Clarence, we've got what looks like two, and I'm just going to explain to them kind of what I see from the battlefield, yep. so they have knowledge of what I see. Just tell them to an extent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Clarence, uh, what, Kevin, we've got it looks like two companies of enemy soldiers holding. I think I see Griff off in the distance fighting what looks like our best friend. Uh, um, I don't know what she's doing here and a whole lot of other soldiers advancing from behind not a lot of war wolves 
they're spread pretty thin at this point. Um, I'm going to go ahead and advance. Late. Huh? Does that mean we're a bit late? I think late would be the understatement of the century. Um, you want to roll spot or anything? Yes, I'm, that was actually what I was about to say. So I want to double check the area. Uh, good job, Gage. 17. Okay, <laughs> so you notice what you notice with your eyes. Uh, you also do see Griff and Juno engaged in battle. Uh, Juno is swinging furiously. It looks like Griff's probably gotten a, a few hits off on him. Um, okay. Uh, you also notice um, these ziggurats are strangely out of place. And when you really like pay attention, you notice that they're slowly moving this direction. Do I see, perceive how they're moving or? Yeah, you do. How do you think they're moving? I'm assuming dragging on the ground in a weird way. They're they're made of dust. Gotcha. That's what I was about to say. Gosh darn it. Um. All right. So Paul, obviously I'm. Well, I'm gonna go tell guys. By the way, there's like these weird pyramid things. They're moving with dust, so we might have a dust bender. Uh, here. Can I... I guess there's no weird way for me to pinpoint where they are. No. Um, Before you continue, I have one thing to say. What? You don't say! <laughs> <laughs> I shut Kevin out of the mind link for a moment. <laughs> and muted. Um, Clarence... Keep your support guys ready, um, and I'm going to bring Kevin back in, because I have to, unfortunately. Um, Kevin, I'm going to send my troops to try and help the uh, Warwolves. If you can get your guys up to the ridge here and cover support for us, that'd be great. I'm going to see if I can get to the middle and maybe help Griff out, and possibly find the Dustbender if it's at all possible. Um, but steer clear of those, uh, those pyramids, I don't know what they do yet. Something tells me they're turrets. It's a high probability, yes. It's most likely that they will shoot sand at you. Also, try not to stand. Giant pidgeys. (laughs) How did you know? All of my secrets? (laughs) I'm also going to tell my teammates, also, try not to stand on any kind of dust or high quantities of sand if you can. Because if you do, you run the risk of them blowing it up. Do you want Kevin, me to fly or some shit? I don't want Kevin, to do that again. Scratch that. Go ahead and stand on the sand. It'll be fine. <laughs> well, I'm already doing it. It's not like I got anywhere I can go. I shoved Kevin's mind link off at this point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, can I advance at this turn, or am I stuck where I am? Please do not abuse the mind link privileges. <laughs> Is that the uh, end of my turn, Paul? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Uh, you can still use your special ability. Okay. How does uh how do these guys over here look? Uh those are war wolves. Yeah, how are they looking? Are they looking a little haggard, like beat up or are they uh, fresh? Yeah, they're looking a little haggard. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and uh create a wall right here. So just right. use your draw tool and draw it on. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna observe the situation, see that the war wolves over there are getting kinda hammered up, and I'm gonna try and give them a respite. I'm going to create a barrier right there. Okay. And then, do they notice me? 
Uh, they they do like look around and they kind of like back away from the barrier a bit. Um, can I wave at them to signal like it's a, it's a good thing, like it's a friendly? They're I mean they're in the middle of the battle. They okay. You, you can try. If you do, well, I'm just gonna try it yourself. Oh, actually, can I have writing up here on the wall that says, "This is Gage Stain. I'm here to assist you. Don't worry." Sure. Is that is that possible? Can yeah. I do that? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and put that up on the wall, like just explaining, you know, saying, "This is Gage Stain. I'm here with Griff. I'm here to assist you. This wall will give you a momentary respite, but not for long." They all kind of like look at the wall and look at each other and kind of like shrug as only a wolf can, because they're all shoulders. Um, and then uh, they twitch their tail a little bit dismissively. Yeah, <laughs> they wag their tail a little. They're a little happy. Uh, and then a bunch of rocks are floating like all around them, kind of spinning around, like they're getting ready to attack, but not you. So that's good. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, and I think that ends my turn. It does in your turn, and now that you've seen Juno, it's his turn. Oh, yes. Um, so, well, it's the bad guy's turn, basically. So, you guys notice, uh, well, only Gage sees this, the dust all around these uh, werewolves here starts spiraling, and then um, suddenly... They're all engulfed into the ziggurat. So they're captured? Yeah. Okay. Gosh darn it. That, so they're moving prisons? Um, and you hear a familiar cackle on the far, far side of the battlefield. <laughs> Too easy! Gosh, not this idiot again. Um... Juno and Griff are squaring off and fighting. Uh, you see Juno like swinging his sword, but you notice something uh, as he sweeps his sword. Griff easily dodges, and uh, the werewolves dodge, but the machines they don't even bother dodging. Like it slices through them, but it just does no damage. So the, oh, they're immune to side attacks. Correct. Well, what do you have to have in order to be hit by a side attack? A yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're immune to side attacks. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, and then none of these guys are close enough to attack you guys. We'll have these guys attack this guy. This guy's going to kind of like move away. These guys will bunch together. And that'll be their turn. Kevin Wolfkin, it's your turn. What would happen if I artillery the giant sand there. Just reform, but... I guess that's true. Unless, you know, they all immediately, like, scatter. I'll move my troops up there, and I will start artillery firing on these things. Okay. So, uh, go ahead and roll a d6. Three. Nice. So you knock out three of their guys. Uh, do you want to use your special ability? What is my special ability again? Enrage or stun? Sure, I'll stun this group. Okay, so you guys uh, lay down cover fire. It confuses this group, and so they're not going to take a turn. Okay, uh, Kevin, are you going to attack Juno or anything? Can I from here? Probably not. <laughs> Why are you even suggesting? I mean, I could 
throw down some cover fire, but something tells me I'd end up hitting Griff or one of his allies. There's quite a few over there. Just want to make sure your turn is over. Okay. Okay, Clarence, it's your turn. Uh, I'm going to move. So I can't move these people. Uh, you can. Then I think I'll move over here to where on top of the crest of this thing. Okay. So we can get a better idea. Um, is there a way to get Norman to burrow into one of these ziggurats and then maybe... Yeah, you could try that. Okay, Norman basically burrows into the ziggurats. What would I need to do to... Um, uh, let's say 3d6. Norman? Yeah. He's doing 3d6? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, okay, so he, like, attacks with his, like, little claws, but he doesn't seem to be able to <laughs> penetrate it. How futile, like, less than half needed to? Uh, he did not scratch the surface. Okay, so that's a no or no. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to use your summon ability and summon more creatures? I could, yeah, sure. Let's summon, what else can I summon? Just roll summon, see what, what you get. 26. Nice. You summon this thing. What is this thing? Sandworm? Mm-hmm. Literally sandworm. Okay. Called a sand squid. Sand squid, what can it do? Okay, so it counts as 10, uh, a 10 squad, a d10. Can I use it to hit some of those uh, enemies behind the wall? Okay, so then roll d10. Eight. Wow. Okay, so he just comes over and wipes these guys out. You see him, like, stick his head in the ground and suck up a bunch of sand, and then he shoots it out, and it's like a sand cutter. Have you ever seen those things? Yeah. They can use sand to, like, cut through steel. and just cuts these guys in half. His name is Melville. Melville? Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so that's Clarence's turn. Uh, did you want to move your guys any more than that? Uh, can they? Uh, no, not immediately. Okay. I think I'm still doing a little bit of hesitancy. Just to... Okay, so uh, this turn, all the Zagrats start moving. They don't move very fast. This one, like, hits the wall and, like, kind of pushes against it, but it doesn't go anywhere. Um, right now, you feel like the wall won't hold very long. This one kind of comes through this way and, like, is plowing literally through the tents and stuff. Uh, the soldiers just get out of its way. This one comes, the werewolves get out of the way. Thank you for listening to the show. We also have a free gift we'd love to give you over on our Patreon page, A Monster of the Week Mystery. And if you need more gaming in your life, just check out all of the things that we have available on our Patreon. You can get there at therpgempire.com. Thanks for listening again, and remember, play on. This episode was edited by Liam McKenzie.